Welcome to 7,000 Feet Stronger, Episode 9. It's Ben and Jay here. We're going to talk about some programming, but before we talk about this week's programming, let's talk a little bit more about the Open. It's coming. We're two weeks away. Um, It's a really fun time. Again, we really encourage you to sign up for the Open. Uh, A couple of gym events that's going to happen for the Open is Thursday, the announcements. They're taking a different little approach here on announcing the workouts. We don't know how that's going to happen. There's not going to be as much uh, pomp and circumstance for the open announcements on Thursdays. But if you want to come by the gym, we'll definitely be watching it Thursday evenings at the gym, 5 p.m. Pacific, right, Jay? Uh, 5 p.m. Pacific. Um, So it'll be 6 o'clock. 6 o'clock to start. start. So just kind of see. Some people last year, Jay and Tara did them Thursday night, but – we are going to have Friday Night Lights, 5 o'clock on Friday. Um, the first one will kind of be, we'll tape it off, kind of make it more more of a show, I guess. Um, and we're going to have Leslie Allred, amazing videographer that kind of comes to our 9 o'clock class. She's going to do a video for us. She's going to be videotaping Friday Night Lights. Uh, so I definitely encourage you to sign up. Um, I read a really good article this week on first-time Open participants. Um, There's four points that really stuck out to me. One being stop viewing scaled workouts as negativity. It's a great starting point if you've never done the Open. So pick the scaled side, and if you can't do it, it's still a a great barometer of where you want to be. The second one is not really having expectations entering the Open. Just as it's an Open and it enter the open with an open mindset and just have fun and see where your fitness is going to go and take you. And the third one is if your gym hosts an event like Friday night lights, attend them. It's really fun. Uh, I agree with that point. It's really interesting. Kind of builds our community. It's a really fun time. And the last one I really liked was use this open time as to set goals for next year. If you didn't accomplish what you wanted to, Hey, that's a goal. That's a goal for next year as you head into your training. Anything you want to add, Jay? Uh, no, I think those are great points. Um, you know, I just think it's always a mistake if people say, oh, I'm not good enough or to do the open. The open's for everyone, plain and simple. And so, you know, I think as much as, you know, not viewing scaling as a negative thing, stop viewing the open as it's only for the best athletes, you know, in the elite. It's important to remember that, you know, you may have some better athletes in the gym that are able to do all of the workouts RX, but no one in the gym is going to the games, plain and simple. I mean, it's you're looking at the 0.001% or 0.01% of the entire world that gets to make it to the games. And just the, the sheer numbers of it, it's just not happening in our gym. Um, I have to take that back. There's a possibility that one person in our gym may be, but it, it's rare. Just it's it's just a rare occurrence. And of all of our members, you know, one person has an opportunity. The rest of us are just going through the open for the experience. Plain. What I like about it is special things happen, man. It's definitely like something's oh. gonna happen. Like you got your first bar muscle up or. You know, right. somebody gets a pull-up or a handstand push-up, it's, it'll push you to do things that you're like, wow, I didn't think I could do that, right? So, I mean, the thing I remember most about the Open is 
people getting things they never think they were able to accomplish. And I mean, I still remember seeing Tyler Parker's face when he got his muscle up. I mean, it's those things that are super special um, that, that make the open unique. Absolutely. So you got the point now go to CrossFit games.crossfit.com and sign up for the open. I'll wait. Click. <laughs> uh, so, uh, moving on to programming. Um, before we get to programming, we are working on our first guest. Maybe next week we'll have a guest. Uh, we'll have a three-way podcast here and have a, a very special guest for next week. We have a commitment. We just got to figure out a time. So, stay tuned for episode 10. Uh, what do we got for programming on the week of February 11th? Yeah, so first workout, uh, one rep max, uh, clean and jerk, uh, essentially moving through seven sets of heavy singles. So you're going to hopefully PR your clean and jerk or you know get someplace close to where you've been in the past. Again, the limiting factor being the jerks part of this should be easily be able to clean what you can jerk but it doesn't necessarily go the other way around. Yeah. yeah. So getting that jerk and keeping that form is definitely going to help you maximize the amount of load you're going to be able to push. What do we got for Tuesday, February 12th? Tuesday is kind of an interesting one. Um, we're looking at five rounds for time, uh, walking lunge for 40 meters, and that's unweighted. Then a 30 cal or 20 cal bike, um, if we're not using the bike, same number of calories on the row, into 20 hollow rocks and then 10 ring dips. So I think anytime hollow rock is in a workout, a little bit different. We, we don't typically see those usually uh, reserved for you know, sit-ups or something like that. But here we have hollow rocks. If we're going to scale that, we're looking at four rounds for time, a little bit shorter lunge at 30 meters, bringing the bike cows down to 2015, 10 hollow rocks or 10 sit-ups, and then finishing with 10 push-ups as opposed to the ring dip. That's interesting to see hollow rocks in there. I like that. Super yeah. weird. Yeah, super weird. <laughs> Constantly vary, yep. right? It's definitely yep. something different, right? So, Yep, for sure. Wednesday. I like Wednesday. Wednesday is three rounds each for time. 2015 cal row into 15 deadlifts at 225 155 and then right back into a 2015 cal row so you you're kind of sandwiching in deadlifts in between two rows of equal um, calories and then you rest three minutes and the goal is to get three rounds the, you know as fast as you can um, with that three minute rest so each one should you know, should be able to really push those um, if we're scaling, we bring it down to 15, 10 cals for the rows, and we bring the deadlift weight down to 185, 135, um, but the same number of reps. This is really interesting. It's fatigue from the rower into a fatigue deadlift at a considerable load, right? 225, 155. Yeah, I mean, you're looking at, yeah, Diane weight. It's going to push your form, really. Like, you're tired, yeah. right? So keep that background also, core tight. No, I think not rounding. Don't yes. round your back. Yeah. Oh, sorry. You got that backwards. Yes. Yeah. Avoid the back. <laughs> Keep the back straight, core tight. That's that's where that's where I think the stimulus is, really. It's like, all right, how good is your technique cool. on this one? I mean you're opening up for you know, that doing that hip opening for all those row calories and then you 
kind of continue that same motion in the deadlift. I mean, you're doing, you know, a ton of, of deadlifts, whether you're actually deadlifting or you're deadlifting the cable for the row. It's, it, yeah, it's a, a lot of hinging. Yep. Um, Friday. Friday, moving into, oh, geez, every time I see this workout, I cringe. Two rounds for time, 50 thrusters at 45, 35, into 25 strict pull-ups and 25 strict handstand push-ups. I mean, we're talking a ton of volume here. Um, the scale brings it down, um, basically cuts the thrusters in half to 25 reps, and then reduces the pull-ups or ring rows to 15, and then replaces the strict handstand push-ups with shoulder um, taps on the wall. If I had a siren for scaling, I would boil it right now. Like, this is, yeah, oh. this is, look, 50 thrusters. I mean, it is 45-35, but two rounds, that's, that's a lot. I mean, yeah, just think about the last time you did Jackie. So Jackie's 1,000-meter row, 50 um, thrusters at 45-35, and then into some pull-ups. And those thrusters are wrecky. They're tough. Yeah. Yeah. So. And here you're doing two rounds. Yeah. Just be careful on that one. Like, really. Uh, my my advice is to scale if you're not feeling 50, 100 thrusters, really. Yeah. There's no shame no. in scaling this. And the number of people that are going to be able to do 50 strict pull-ups and 50 strict handstand pull push-ups, it's, it's not very big. No. That is that is a lot of strict volume, and it's gonna be tough. It's gonna be a tough workout. So Saturday looks interesting for a Saturday. Yeah, well, I mean, compared to a lot of what we've been doing lately, it's you know single modality, you know, all runs, four eight hundred meter runs as fast as possible with as much rest as needed. So, you know, definitely a little different twist than we've been doing for sure. Looking at a one to one work rest ratio. Yeah, I imagine that's about yeah. Right. Well, that's the programming for the week of February 11th. Um, before we sign off, if you have any questions about the episode or any feedback, let us know. Info at CrossFitFlagstaff.com. See you next week.